Hello Mzanzi, welcome to episode 308 of the Farmers Inside Track podcast. My name is Duncan Masiwa and I'm your host for this episode powered by Meadow Feeds. Now balancing poultry diets is essential for the health, growth and performance of poultry. In this episode, Stephanie Barker, monogastric technical advisor at Meadow Feeds, shares insights on the essential macro and micro minerals for poultry. Dawn Numdu Farmers Inside Track host has more details. Stephanie, welcome back to Farmers Inside Track. It's so great to have you with me once again. So great just to catch up with you. I love the interviews with everyone from the Meadow Feeds team because I learn so much from them. But how have you been? How's baby? How's life? Thank you so much for having me back. Baby's good. She's really big now. I want to say walking and talking, but she's like running and shouting. It's been such a blessing this last year. Otherwise, I've been well. Today, we're talking about the significance of balancing poultry diets. And that's actually my first question, if you can just explain that to us. And then particularly in terms of how it impacts the growth and performance of broilers. So, Dawn, poultry, just like any other species, have a specific requirement for certain nutrients. And they are needed for growth, for maintenance, and for production. The main nutrients needed are energy, protein, vitamins, and minerals. And each nutrient plays an important role. And in order to balance poultry diets, you need to have a combination of these nutrients that will result in optimum growth as well as performance. If poultry diets are not balanced, it then leads to nutritional diseases developing in the birds. And that's obviously, that's not what you want. And another reason for wanting to balance your poultry diets is that feed costs make up a significant amount of the total running costs of a poultry farm. It's around about 60 to 70%. So if you're not balancing the diets, it could mean that you're wasting unnecessary money. And that's also not ideal. No, definitely. Saving on feed costs is always vital for farmers, especially in today's times. And so that's a very important aspect, I think, that should be highlighted always. That in the long run, you need to optimize on this to be able to, you know, save money at the end of the day. Now, can you provide some insights into the differences between macro and micro minerals in poultry nutrition and also their respective roles that they play in the bird's body? Minerals comprise the inorganic component of the diet and they are broken down into macro and micro minerals. Macro minerals are important components of tissue in the body and they have both structural and metabolic roles. They are needed in much greater amounts. So, for example, macro minerals will be needed in grams per bird per day, while micro minerals are needed in much smaller amounts. So, for example, milligrams per bird per day. And micro minerals are involved in enzyme reactions and other physiological regulations. Then, just to explain, some examples of macro minerals could include calcium, phosphorus, and magnesium, while examples of micro minerals include iron, zinc, and copper. Now, in the technical article that we publish alongside this podcast, it also mentions that calcium is a crucial mineral for broilers. Can you elaborate its importance in poultry nutrition and the consequences of calcium deficiency and how important that is for farmers to kind of note and kind of understand from day one? That's very correct. Calcium is the most abundant mineral element in the animal body, and it plays a vital role in the skeletal system. So just to give you an idea, 99% of the calcium in the body is actually found in the skeleton. So it's actually involved in muscle contractions and nerve impulses, and it's mainly added to poultry diets via limestone. So that's just the name of the raw material we use, and that's got a very high calcium content. So when the calcium is deficient or it's not balanced correctly, it leads to malformations of bones. This is known as rickets in young birds, 
So it causes soft bones and very poor growth. What are the repercussions of this? So what will happen to the animal themselves? If I can just slot that question into that response to that as well. Calcium is very important. And as I mentioned, it's very important in the skeletal system. So the first thing you see going wrong on farm is that you start to see leg problems. I mean, often you have chickens that look like they have very weak legs, whether it's broilers or layers, and then they get what's called rickets. So their bones literally soften and they almost look like they get this like bow leg. So their legs almost look like they sort of bend outwards and they don't look like they have a, a good conformation, a good strong leg. And that obviously impacts both broilers and layers. So in terms of layers, if your bird doesn't have good strong legs, she's not going to have a good strong body and then she won't be able to lay eggs nicely. But for broilers, if the bird has rickets, they can't actually walk properly. And then they won't be able to walk to find their feed, to find their water. It's really not nice to see. And then I also noticed that the interactions between minerals are mentioned in the article as well. Can you explain some of these interactions and how they affect the overall health and performance of the broilers? So complex interactions definitely do exist between the different minerals. And that's with regards to their absorption and their metabolism but especially among the trace minerals. So there is a vital balance that must be maintained. And if this balance is lost, it results in, once again, nutritional deficiencies. So one of the most important interactions to note would probably be calcium and phosphorus. Calcium and phosphorus both have important roles, as I've mentioned before, in the skeletal development, and they interact with one another before and after absorption from the digestive tract. So that's what makes it quite tricky. And if there's an excessive amount of one mineral, it will affect the utilization of another. So common practice in poultry diets is to feed calcium and phosphorus in a two-to-one ratio. And this is to prevent issues with calcium and phosphorus not being balanced. Now, in the context of modern farming, how can poultry producers work with nutritionists and experts like yourself to formulate customized rations that consider specific environmental factors and these performance goals? What is the ideal and where can they find this information and resources? There's a number of interactions that exist between how our birds are fed and their general health status. Providing your nutritionist with as much information as possible based on the environmental conditions where the birds are housed, the genetics of the birds, disease status, as well as production goals, makes it a lot easier for your nutritionist to formulate you a high-quality custom blend diet. So, for example, some of the production targets that would be needed by a nutritionist or broilers would be what age and weight you are planning on slaughtering those birds and then what FCRs you're planning to get. While for layers, it will be how long you're wanting the birds to stay in lay and the number and size of the eggs that you're looking to get. So as a nutritionist, receiving information like this from the poultry producers makes it much easier to formulate a customized ration that is exactly suited to what the birds need in order to thrive and have really good production. So when nutritionists formulate balanced, custom blend diets, they are creating a ration that is appropriate to your chicken's needs on your farm, resulting in the most cost-effective solution. And then of course, data capturing and record keeping is also a vital aspect in all of this. If I speak to experts, they can't say this enough. And so Stephanie, I just wanted to ask if there's any final comments on this topic that you'd like to share, other advice around it for our farmers. Thank you so much. So in terms of record keeping, the more the merrier. In order to know where you are, where you're going, where you want to be, you need to have records on farm. And the problem with record keeping is not just, you know, capturing the data, but it's capturing correct data. So you need to make sure that you are including all the information to get the full picture 
And then from that information, you actually make really important decisions on the future of your farm, where you're going, where you want to be, that sort of thing. I do believe that keeping good, accurate data is worthwhile. It's just the problem on farm is that the, let's say the manager that's responsible for keeping data and for capturing all the data is often very busy with the birds, with the animals. They often don't have time to sit down in an office and, you know, just sort of get that data down. So uh, that's normally the catch on each of the farms. But I think it's worthwhile to make the time to get the data and ensure that have accurate data as well that's captured. Thanks, Stephanie Barker, monogastric technical advisor at Meadow Feeds. You can, of course, read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And that's a wrap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From me, Duncan Masiwa, Don Numdu, our technical producer, Megan van der Fint, and the rest of Team Food from Zanzi, thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.